This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys and now, your hosts, Brian Broadus, Kyle Yeomans, and David Hellman. It's Tuesday, April 26th. You know what that means. It is draft week. A little more than 48 hours from now, the 22 NFL draft will start. A little bit after that, the Cowboys will, we think, make at least one addition to their roster on Thursday night. Guys, it's it's here. Brian Broaddus, Kyle Yeomans, Bobby Belt. Uh, as usual, it feels like it was just yesterday that we were talking about the Senior Bowl rosters, and here we are, uh, ready to get into the nitty gritty. Unless anybody's got su- something super pressing to say, we're gonna. I know that this episode is gonna fly by, so we're just gonna hop right into it if it's okay with you. Absolutely, let's do it. We're all doing well. Thank you for asking. Dave. I appreciate that, Brian. <laughs> Go Mavs! That's the press. Go thing Mavs! Go hey, Mavs! Hopefully, while we're broadcasting the draft on Thursday night, the Mavs will be closing out that series. Sorry for the like five Utah Jazz slash Cowboy fans that are out there. No. No, they're out there. <laughs> no harm intended. But, yeah, go Maps. Anyway, we're going to do a seven-round live mock, guys. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to see where we can take it. Uh, so this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to be your draft Gandalf for the day. I'm, I've sort of put this whole thing together. I've got an idea of what's in front of us. But I'm going to leave it all up to you. Like, I'm going to let you all sort of guide us where we go, um, whether you want to trade up, trade back, Stand and pick, all that type of thing. Y'all can sort of committee this thing, and we'll see where it goes. Now, are we working together yes. as uh, we're the front office? You are the Cowboys front office. Okay. I am just the guy running the draft, Love basically. Um, so without further ado, let's hop right into it. Thursday night comes. I don't think the first two picks of this draft are going to be surprising. Uh, I think it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson and Trevon Walker in some order, if I had to guess. In this scenario, Aiden Hutchinson goes number one overall to the Jags. The Detroit Lions follow that up with Trevon Walker. Pick three is where it gets interesting for me. Uh, Sauce Gardner goes three overall to the Houston Texans. I don't think anybody would be crazy surprised by that. What's the what's the chatter lately that's out there is maybe even as high as Stingley could go there and be the real surprise at three? I've heard them very tied to cornerback, so I think that's something we've got to pay attention to. Ta- uh, run on tackles begins right away with the New York Jets. Uncertainty surrounding Mekhi Becton. Iki Aquanu from NC State goes four overall. Right after that, like we've been hammering for a couple weeks, the New York Giants take Evan Neal. Now, Brian, I, I want to pause briefly here because this sixth draft spot is something we've talked a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if the Cowboys want to get uber aggressive, obviously uh, a guy, a couple of guys that they've brought in on visits, Charles Cross, Drake London, are obviously still available. There's the Kayvon Thibodeau after effect. Just crunching the math on this, I think you can get up there for your one and your two. Hmm. Go yeah. from 24 to 6. Does that sound appealing to anybody in this room? It does. Yeah, it, it does. It, you know, again, you're looking at Carolina on their on the Cowboys draft board or their chart. That would be about 1,600 points at Carolina. You're currently sitting at 740 yourself. Your second-round pick is worth 340. Mm-hmm. So, I mean— it's close. You might have to throw a couple extra. Yeah, I think there. to me the the that would be a um, 
you know, I don't think Carolina would try and hold you up because I'm kind of getting a vibe in the middle of the board that those teams with multiple first round picks are interested in moving out of there and yeah. moving. So maybe the price of poker, you know, you could kind of convince Carolina, like, listen, everybody behind you is willing to get out of their spot. You know, you could take this, this will be our best offer. And if you don't want to do it, then we'll find a way to go back and, and, and maybe get at one of these other spots. You know, I, I I think that Houston at 13 is a team you could talk about maybe moving. Uh, Minnesota at 12 was another one. Baltimore at 14. So there's teams right behind Carolina that are interested in moving if you can wait on your guy. But if you have somebody clearly in mind, you know. I, I mean, think that is that is the question. Is like, Do you have somebody clearly in mind? For? Yeah. I, if Just reading tea leaves, I think the Cowboys would be doing it for Charles Charles Cross. Cross. That's probably right. my yes. thought process with it as well. The other thing to think about here too, Brian, and, and I completely agree with you, is the fact that the Panthers only have one first-round pick. Yeah. And there's smoke where they could be looking at a quarterback. I don't know if you've heard anything specifically yeah. about that too, about they like Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. It's one of the only spots where he's actually favored to go over Malik Willis in the first round. So if they like Kenny Pickett enough, it, are they willing to trade out of that pick and go all the way back down to 24, or is it going to cost you more? See, that's I think the, I think they're worried a little bit about the minefield that they're going to have to walk on that quarterback. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mentioned all those teams with multiple picks. Is somebody going to if they come all the way down to 24 and they're hunting that quarterback? And then I mentioned all those teams that are interested in moving that second first round pick. Philadelphia might be a team. You know, you just have to be like mindful that hey, you could lose your quarterback. Somebody coming up the board and making a making a little bit of an aggressive play. Maybe Pittsburgh would be a team that I would think of that could be uh, you know a, a team that. So yeah, you have to be able to evaluate where you can land. And I don't know if Carolina going from six to twenty four is really the best thing for them. Who are the threats for quarterbacks? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, but I think Pittsburgh, everything we hear coming out of Pittsburgh is they really like Willis. Yeah. Yeah. And so Willis, I don't think Washington, I think Washington people looking to go, oh, they could take a quarterback. I was hearing Washington is really high on Hamilton and really high on Drake London. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's where they're kind of narrowed at this point. I kind of was thinking more about what you were talking about with the Saints and then also, though, with with the Steelers, though. Those were the two teams. I mean, I don't know if they can. If they can drop all the way there, I think if if Carolina's looking at this, they have to say, okay, we'll drop to the middle of the board. You know, we'll we'll figure out. I mean, that might be a spot. I, I think the Saints aren't done moving. Myself, mm-hmm. yeah. I think the Saints are the team that maybe. And here's Carolina. Would you would trade within your division there? You know. I kind of. I'll tell you this though. Trade within your division to potentially give a division. Yeah, but I've also I've also heard this though too about the general manager there, Scott Federer. Mm-hmm. He's he's in a mode right now where he might let this head coach hang himself that he's willing <laughs> seriously and i, I know I that, the politics of no this office. is this is one of those things where i, I think that he's sure, go no ahead. i think this gm's willing to move on i think he's i think he's willing to move on from his coach and you know with that being said it might be okay yeah go ahead and take this guy or go ahead and make a move and go ahead and and jack it all up and then when you get fired i'll hire the guy i want to hire and we'll go from there that that's the kind of crap that goes on in in, in football offices all the time. Man, that didn't but, take long to fall from grace, huh? No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. But that's that's kind of where that's where the general manager at Carolina really is. Yeah. There are some definite downsides to the Cowboys' model of ownership running mm-hmm. the front office, but at least you avoid some of that type of stuff. No, I, no. Think, I mean. <laughs> 
it would bum me out so hard as a fan to just be like, yeah, my GM's going to stab the head coach in the back this weekend. Well, the GM's just going to let him go. Yeah. yeah, you're like, okay, you want that guy? Sure, take that guy. And then when the guy doesn't work out, then boom, then you know they're not going to fire me. They're going to fire you for being an idiot. All right, so with all of that said... Carolina, I don't think moves. Okay, and I don't think Dallas gets there. You don't. You that, don't think they move. Period. Or you don't think they move back that far. I just no. I, I don't think they move back that far. Okay. I, yeah. If they move, I see it being more toward like the 11, 12, 13 yeah. range. Yeah. yeah. So with that in mind, Carolina stays put. Charles Cross is the pick. Okay. Which it's almost Ooh, like they were they reading our minds. No, yeah. they did not. Ooh. They go Charles Cross. The New York Giants again at seven. Been linked heavily to Sauce Gardner, but he is gone. They opt for Kyle Hamilton at seventh overall. Good pick. Kayvon Thibodeau drops all the way to eight, and the Falcons stop that in a hurry, adding arguably the best pass rusher in the draft at eight overall. Not a bad strategy, in my opinion. Seattle, with maybe the first true surprise of this draft, Trevor Penning at ninth overall. I'm not sure how to feel about that, but that's their problem. What's your thought process there? Why, why did he go there? I, I, I didn't do that. He didn't say, oh, oh, it's a simulator. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know it was a simulator. I thought you did this yourself. My bad. I mean, I put a lot of work into this, but I did not like <laughs> manually make I thought all at least, 300 picks. I thought at least for the first round you were going to no, do something. Absolutely no, absolutely. I said it was a surprise. I surprised myself. <laughs> I took Penning. Trevor Penning goes nine, which I disagree with, but I don't run the Seahawks. I wouldn't be stunned if Penning goes top ten, though. Really? Wow. Yeah. Is Walker still on the board? No. no. He went second off. Okay. Well, Sorry. I was, I was, okay, I was late to starting to highlight these guys i'm like when what we, the hell when we am get i doing closer toward the cowboys yeah. range okay I'll i give y'all a list gotcha i got gotcha. you i was just i was highlighting them off the board and i'm like okay what did i miss here yeah go Derek, ahead i'm sorry no no you're good uh Derek stingley goes 10 with the jets second pick and then i think bobby your thought process is totally right i think washington is really eyeing a receiver in this case they take garrett wilson out of ohio state he is the first receiver off the board Minnesota heavily linked to a cornerback with the top two gone. They take Trent McDuffie, 12th overall. You know what? Let's say real quick, I think that that really hurt them to lose uh, Stingley, by the way. I think I think Minnesota, Minnesota? I think yeah. Minnesota's locked on. They were locked on Stingley. Mm. So I think that, that hurts them a little bit. As an LSU fan, it would be a bummer for me because I think him having Patrick Peterson in his locker room could only be a benefit for him. Yeah. Brian's been on that pretty much since day one about having that, that mentor yeah. in the locker room. That would be a phenomenal pairing. I still think there's a, a not impossible chance that on Thursday night, Kyler Gordon goes ahead of McDuffie, though. No, I I, I agree with a you. A lot of people I talk to are really high on his upside. Yeah, like he's got the higher ceiling. That's that's that, that's that's coming guys. from this building. It's true. Jermaine Johnson goes thirteen with the Texans' second pick. Man, he made some money in Mobile. And then, man, I think if there's one pick in the first round of this draft that everybody has just decided is going to happen, it's this one which is another Cowboys target, Jordan Davis, going off the board to Baltimore at 14. Now I, I want to have another conversation here. I was going to say, are we, I think we're looking trade-up territory now. I yeah, mean, we're in there now. We are, we are in the 14-15 range, and at least one big name on the 30-visit list is still available. A lot of people had Drake London pegged as a top-10 pick, but he's sitting here available with the Eagles on the clock at 15. Again, having done the math on this, you could conceivably get up there uh, if you really want to for, like, I don't think 88 is enough to do it. But no, probably maybe not. you could throw in 88 and, like, a fourth. I kind of felt you could just throw 56 and have it a done day. Yeah, You could I, do that, too. I would just go ahead and go 56. 56 mm-hmm. and 24. Do you feel like doing that? 
Do you? Well, actually, I was about to say. Do, do I think, feel like doing that, or do I think the Cowboys you, would feel like? Let's doing let's that. answer that one because that's the important one. Do you think? I think the Cowboys love Drake London. I, I, yes. I agree with they you. They bought. That. They brought him here, which yeah. is an indicator. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if he got all the way down to 15, they'd get excited. I think they start having conversations if this is what happens. Yeah, I mean, if it's, but again, it's going to cost you likely your second. I think that, to be honest with you, I think you got to get to. I know you made the pick at 14, right? Was yeah. Baltimore? Wait, I was going to say. I yeah. mean, 14 okay. The odds agree. that they do back-to-back trades with Philly seems no. But rich. I mean, no, no, no. I was just thinking because Philly's a team that's also hunting wide receivers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they may yeah. like Drake London. So themselves. I mean, to me, does Philly move to 24 thinking that they have a chance to draft? Drake London, you know, I, I don't know if that drives. I don't know if that drives them down the board to go do that. Maybe they like one of these other receivers. Maybe they think Chris Olave is going to be there, something like that. But I kind of that they've got a second. They've got a second, you know, first round pick though too. Do they yeah. pick again at eighteen? Yeah, I, I you know, do, does it? Do they? Do they get cute there? I think the I think the Howie Roseman loves getting cute. That's like his yeah. draft day mo. But in the division with a potential wide receiver who's also sure. a potential target for your own team, I don't I don't see hey, maybe the Eagles even having a conversation. Tit for here. tat, the Cowboys helped the Eagles draft. Yeah, but t- Smith. wasn't that Completely different, different though? Position <laughs> though, because we're talking about it's somebody in the division was getting him. Yeah, so you yeah. just were picking who you were going to help. So we think the Cowboys would be interested in doing this, but we also think that this particular scenario. The Eagles probably hang up the phone. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they. I don't think they play ball with you. Yeah, aren't the, and you got the Saints in that mix too, right there with those picks coming up. That 15, they're looking at. They're looking at wide receiver. Well, I, I just think if you really, if you're interested in Drake London, you probably have to go higher. I think you got to go to Baltimore. Mm. I think you got to go to maybe, fourteen. Maybe Houston, just because that's a Houston's team with so another. Many needs. Houston's another one. I mean, I, I just think you have to get ahead of that Philadelphia, New Orleans kind of mix. I think realistically, I mean, in this scenario, yeah, you got to go to Baltimore. You maybe got to go to the Texans. I think realistically, you may have to go to the Jets on. Thursday night, if you want At to try and get up, yeah, wow, because I think Washington really likes Drake London. Okay, so yeah, if Christ. if that if that's the case, we're going to probably lose Drake London. Yeah. I mean, because I want to make this thing as clean as possible. If, you, I, if I, think, I think a flat second could do it for the Jets. Drop back to 24, a deep receiver draft, and you pick up 56. I think that could potentially do it for them. See, this is where I was trying to trade. Remember the show where we tried to trade Amari Cooper yep, yeah. to the Jets for to move from yep. 24 to, yep. to, 10. to 10? This is the kind, this is when you needed that to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. That you said, okay, here's a player, here's a wide receiver. You took whoever you wanted it for. And here you got a, a a guy that's, you know, one of the top receivers in the in the in the uh, NFL. So here, here's your guy. Let us come up there, to, and now you, now you do, now you have the opportunity to take the Drake Londons and guys like that, and not even have to worry about it. So some, if if this were to happen, the Cowboys would need to jump somewhere between ten and fourteen. And mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying, Bobby, but I think the more realistic scenario is they would need a little bit of luck on their side. Like yes, Derek Stingley is still available. Yeah. Yep, Washington opts to pick him, and yeah. now Drake London's falling to thirteen, maybe. Uh, something like that. I think 13 to me looks like a very plausible landing spot if you if you're trying to get up. See, there. this is and this is something I brought up to Brian yesterday is that like when CeeDee Lamb fell to where he did 
and everybody was surprised by it. That was just you were surprised because of how well everybody just kind of generally thought of CeeDee Lamb. You we, we, were, we were selling CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I mean, but, I know on my board he was number one. But, yeah, but you, didn't, you didn't hear – I mean, he was, what, six on the board here overall? Yeah, and yeah. so, I mean, you know, you, but you didn't hear a lot of specific ties of, well, the Raiders love CeeDee Lamb and this team. Whereas that's the difference here with Drake London. That's why I think it's harder to envision London sliding like that is because – I know Washington loves him. I've heard Atlanta loves him. Jets love him. Do you think him. teams are worried that he did not run a 40-yard dash? It's interesting. I thought that was good. I've heard from a couple guys who didn't run 40s this year or, or heard about a couple guys who didn't run 40s this yeah. year in just various positions. Dean didn't it run. It sounded like no. there's a lot more teams that are just not caring about that. That they think they, you know, yeah. they see the play speed on tape and they're not. It, it sounds like teams are getting less worried of, about the 40 it's times. It's kind of antiquated. Little bit. Unless Kirby Joseph, the Illinois safety, he didn't run a forty at all this year. And teams I've heard there were a couple teams that told him like we don't care. How much does like GPS tracking play into that? Because it's not only play speed on tape and seeing the guy go from point A to point B, it's seeing specific numbers that match up to that as well. I think the other thing is like Kirby Joseph had had he run or Drake London, I think they've got a good idea of what London's speed was. And and so it's like, you know, he doesn't necessarily want to put it on there, but it's like, we don't need you to put it on there because we know what you are. You're you're not burner guy. You're not running a 4-4. Yeah. So we agree. Jumping up, Drake London is a plausible target. It would have to be in that range, but in this mock, we're not more realistic going to one of the teams at 13 or 14 than going to six. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Real real quickly, how much does playing, because we're talking about Drake London being so high on the Cowboys board. How high being Chris Olave and Traylon Burks in that board at the same time is going to affect them moving up? So if they're so high on Drake London, is it that much of a gap to Chris Olave and Burks to where it's not worth giving up their second that's, round pick to make that high of a? Yeah, job? that's a conversation. I, 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 I don't. I don't think Burks and Olave are getting to them at this point. See, that's what I, I agree with Bobby on this. The more I'm hearing things about that, again, you know, my my history is I worked in Green Bay and talking to folks there, they really love Burks. Yeah. And the reason they'll give you, they'll say, is Devontae Adams was a four five five guy, four five four guy coming out of Fresno. Big body, Brian Gutekus, the general manager up there, give me the big body guy. You know, it doesn't matter if he's a four or five guy. So it seems like to me, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be ready for a couple of things. You're gonna have to be ready for Green Bay at twenty two if you want Burks. And I think you're gonna have to be worried about an aggressive team. Again, I I talk about the the uh, the Zerline mock draft where somebody gets ahead of Dallas for Olave, yeah, yeah, you know, and that's you you might be a situation where if you're looking at one of these wide receivers. You're going to be wiped out before they get to you. Yeah, I mean Arizona at 23, like that's the trade up target yeah. that people look yeah. at. Arizona just lost Christian Kirk. Arizona could take a receiver. They could. Yeah. I, I mean, they could take a lot of it. But no, I think Packers and Burks. I think they're going to the, lose the, Burks the, there. The, the, the guys at Green Bay. Are, I heard the quarterback there loves it. Yeah. I tried my best <laughs> to talk y'all into a trade up to make this happen. I was trying to be Brian Broadus and say, yeah. if you want your receiver, go get him. Yeah. No. You're, y'all you're have not, said no. Didn't no. 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 You're not wrong. I mean, no. No. But like I said, we're trying to find an area to go. I think you give us really good options because at 24, if we're going to sit here and let this thing ride. There's a good chance that we're going to lose London, Burks, and Olave all off all off our board. Well, let's see how it plays out without okay. a trade. Philly takes Drake London. Okay. How about that? That's yeah. the same thing that happened with Carolina. Right after them, uh-oh, Brian, you're, you're a smart man. The New Orleans Saints take Chris Olave at 16. 
L.A. Chargers, a guy that I kind of—it seems like people are thinking he's slipping a little bit, but in this simulation, George Karloftis goes 17th overall to the L.A. Chargers. There's a couple of guys, real quick, if I could say something about this. Yep. There's a couple of guys in this draft, and they're both those defensive ends. Uh, it seems like that people are starting to think that Hutchinson and then and then Karloftis are who they are. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get any more out of these guys? High floor, low ceiling. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, I know you hate those analogies because I, I, I don't understand them all that well. But uh, what's the identity? Brian? But yeah, what is the identity of this team? Uh, but yeah, I, I think that to me, this is where there's a couple of those guys, and again, it's it's guys you're starting to talk to around the league. Is well, how good is this guy going to be? Is he is he maxed right now? Is this other guy maxed? And those are the two names that seem to be talking about. Are they maxed now? Mm. But in a draft where some people only have 14 or 15 first-round grades, exactly. the closer you get to the 20s, yep. I think the better value that is. Yep. Philly, uh, a little bit of a curveball. Daxton Hill goes in the top 20 to Philadelphia. New Orleans, under-the-radar player, in my opinion, Devontae Wyatt goes 19th. Uh, Pittsburgh sits tight. And they don't go with Malik Willis. They draft Kenny Pickett, who already has an office at their facility. Way to go, guys. Hmm. Heartbreaking for me, Jamison Williams goes 21 to New England. And again, we don't have to get into a whole scenario, but if maybe a minor trade could be done, I wonder if you have to think about it here. That one hurt. Yeah. I, that one hurt me because yeah. I was looking at that name. He's You're starting my, to get excited. He's one of my top receivers absolutely. also, and he's kind of forgotten because he didn't play recently or had the injury. Man, if he would have fallen the 24, I think he would have been in that conversation. Bobby Belt also proving to be a very smart man. With their 22nd overall pick, the Green Bay Packers finally break their receiver drought and draft Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, two spots ahead of Dallas. Arizona, I'm not going to call it a curveball. I mean, they need help in their secondary. The Cardinals draft Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson, and Dallas is now on the clock. If you're not keeping track at home, I got you. Don't worry about it. Devin Lloyd is available, Tyler Linderbaum, Nicobe Dean, both of the guards, Zion Johnson and Kenyon Green, Arnold Ebikati, if you feel some type of way about him, Quay Walker, who is starting to get a lot of buzz as a first-round pick, mm-hmm. Travis Jones out of UConn, Jahan Dotson, the Penn State receiver, if you're hell-bent on taking a receiver, and Logan Hall, the versatile D-lineman out of Houston. That is the best of what is available to you at 24. Fellas, what are we doing? So you can't go wide receiver. No. You could trade out and maybe go wide receiver in the early second if you wanted to maybe trade back. Can, like, I, can I just go a couple spots back and pick up something late? Because I feel like so, it, like the Micah Parsons situation, like yeah. somebody I like is going to be there if I can go a couple spots back. Can, we, can you tell me who you, who you think people might be trading up for? That's what I mean, because Dave gave you the list of guys that were there. Malik Willis is still there. Okay, Malik Willis, there's one of your quarterbacks is still there. Carolina didn't take a quarterback in the first, so maybe they could use their second to jump up. Yeah, but they don't have a second. Carolina doesn't have a single. Carolina's got six and then like 135 or something. If this is something you want to do, if you are hell-bent on bailing out, Kansas City's on the phone. Not yeah. hell-bent. They love Arnold Abicady. They mm. they need help at pass rush. They don't know what's going to happen with the future of their defensive front. They are willing to offer you pick 121 in the fourth round and a sixth-round pick. This is 29 or 30. To jump up from 29 to 24. It's not a huge haul, but if you're convinced that somebody will be there, you can fall back if you want to. What was that 
121, you said? 121. Is that I don't, the back end of the third? It, it's, no, it's, it's actually it's, in the middle of the board. It's the early, mid-fourth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's eight spots in front of the Cowboys' pre-existing fourth-round pick. You got three pre-draft visitors. Linderbaum, Dean as well on the board. Yeah, I'll go back five spots for a fourth. Fellas? Mm. I, I at least need two out of three, if not consensus. I would prefer consensus. I don't consensus. think I would do it. I think I would need a little bit more. Is there anybody else on the phone? Nope. Just That's Kansas it. City. Just Kansas City. Just Kansas City. Come on. Not enough times. for you, Brian. Brian, I think Green's making it to 29 in this scenario. Do you really? I do. In because this scenario. Knee, because of the knee? I just think in this, the way this, the team's behind you, I just don't think anybody's taking Green. Because between you, you've got Buffalo, Tennessee, Tampa, Green Bay. Tampa Bay can use offensive line, right? But you have Zion. They have John, you, 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 it's like the Slater or Parsons. We'll end One up with two. somebody. We'll end up with Zion or Kenyon. Kansas City tags wants are, y'all to crap or get off the pot, tags, by the way. Ta- tags are touching there. Let's go. Let's go back. Go back. We'll go back. All right. The Cowboys call it in. It's not a huge haul. It's two extra picks. One in the fourth round. The Cowboys fall out of 24. Kansas City gets their pass rusher, Arnold Abikati. Buffalo, not a huge surprise. Jahan Dotson goes in the first round. Now we're flying. Devin Lloyd goes to Tennessee. Love the fit of Tyler Linderbaum to Tampa Bay. They just mm-hmm. lost their center in free agency. Green Bay, I think this is just a value pick. Nicobe Dean goes 28. So now the Cowboys are on the clock again. Get your guard. And our guards are there. Yep, and both your guards are both there. Now you just got to determine which guard you want. Which one do you want? Green. Yeah, give me green. Give me green. Green's higher on my board. Give right, me the power. I'm not going to try to talk y'all out of it. Kenyon Green is your next Dallas Cowboy at pick 29 and overall. Lock it in. Kansas City follows that up by making their second pick for Quay Walker out of Georgia. Zion Johnson goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. And with the last pick of the first round, the Detroit Lions get their fifth-year option on Malik Willis. Good job for everyone. Uh, all right. I want y'all's reaction on that, but real quick, we'll take our first break, and we'll be right back. This is Chad Hennings, former cowboy and proud veteran of the United States Air Force. When my fellow military veterans choose VA, they receive life-changing benefits from the Department of Veterans Affairs. If you are a veteran, you may be eligible for health care, education, and training benefits, a home loan guarantee, housing assistance, and more. Choose VA for the benefits you've earned. Visit choose.va.gov to learn more. That's choose.va.gov. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. 
If you've been thinking about weight loss surgery, My Bariatric Solutions has made it easier for you to schedule your initial consultation from the safety, comfort, and convenience of your own home. You'll meet one-on-one with the bariatric surgeon over a private and secure video call. You'll learn everything you need to know about the options available and which procedure is best for you. If you've been considering weight loss surgery and are ready to take the first step, call My Bariatric Solutions today at 844-326-6266. That's 844-326-6266 or go to MyBariatricSolutions.com. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Welcome back to the Draft Show. We just added Kenyon Green to our hypothetical roster. Probably not the haul you would have preferred, but you add two extra picks, one of which is in the fourth round, and you still get one of your primary targets. Y'all think you feel pretty good about that? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I appreciate is the way that we talked it through because I think that, you know, I think Bobby did a really good job of just kind of making it like convincing us that, hey, listen, you know, we got both our guys there, which is a pretty obvious thing to say. But, you know, and then you start to factor in because I was having some thoughts about the whole thing with the knee with Kenyon Green. Which is not a, I mean, it's 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 one of those things. It's like, hey, it's not a now thing, you know. But going forward, but you can say that about a lot of guys in this in this draft. Uh, but I do feel like we got the way the direction of who they have over one over the other with the tags, Green over Johnson yep. on their board. I think we got that right, and the fact that we're able to kind of just wait out. You know, hey, picking up extra picks in this draft, especially in the middle of the draft, I think is a good thing here as well. I also like the fact that it, it was kind of split initially, mm-hmm. but we we had somebody make the deciding factor. It's kind of what a war room is like to yeah. a certain extent. You have differing opinions. You have to have kind of both ends to look at. And then all of a sudden you come to that consensus. And luckily, like you said, we had a consensus on the player, made it easy whenever we made that decision yeah. to drop back and go get your guard. But it ultimately worked out in, in the favor, and I like the move that was made. We're not going to come close to finishing this at the rate we're going, so I'm going to try to <laughs> zip through the second go, round. Go, Dave, go. Just some highlights. Uh, Lewis Seen is the first pick of the second round. Logan Hall goes early. New York Giants with the risky pick, taking David, David Ajabo in the top 40. I don't Ooh. know about that, guys. Our guy Jalen Petrie goes 38. Bernard Ryman, a Cowboys target, goes 39. Seahawks take Desmond Ritter. There's a little bit of a run on receivers here. So, again, if we just want to have a brief conversation about trading up, Sky Moore and George Pickens go back to back here, 43 and 44. Kind of here, they would not take, if they, if depending on, now we need to figure out if they think Sky Moore is a slot only. Because I'm hearing whispers, they're running out of time to figure stuff out. No, 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 no. We do. I mean, we do. I mean, now we kind of feel like that he could play inside outside. But I, I, I was told that if don't look for this team to maybe Dotson, Sky Moore, guys that might consider slot only type players. That's that's not going to happen here. You said George Pickens went 44 to the Browns. Can we like? Like rewind that and maybe talk about that pick. No, that's what, what I, would that I take. So that's I want to look at that because again, so they got their offensive lineman that leaves receiver as like the big work left to do. Maybe like and again, like just keep in mind the names don't really matter. Sure. It's just receivers are going off the board. Sky, yep. it could be Sky Moore, it could be Christian Watson, but you lose George Pickens at forty four. Mm-hmm. Um, does that scare you enough? You think back to last year. We were watching those cornerback names all down the board to their pick at 44, and it worked in their favor. Kelvin Joseph fell, but can you trust that to happen again? There's roughly a 
there's a 120-point difference between pick 44 and pick 56. And keep in mind, you have an extra fourth to work with yeah. now. You said and how much, 144? It's, uh, it's, it's about a 120-point difference. Okay. I, you know what? I'm going to offer 88 and call it a day. If, 88 if, to go up in the second? Yep. It's kind of an overpay. Ooh, I've, got to, I, I'm, I've got to get the guy, right? Which it's, guy? I don't have time. This is the Brian Broaddus I what know and guy, love. What guy? The, if you're talking okay, about so Pickens. Why, I don't need to go. I Personally, I don't need to go up and get Pickens. I would like I've to go I've got Jalen Tolbert. I've got Christian Watson that are getting close. And even if Who you, John, you Are you interested? Okay, I, I, would, I, would, I, had, I would have Tolbert above Watson. Okay, so you're saying that you just want to sit then, right? Yeah, because I think receiver's deep enough. Even if second round doesn't work out, I think even if we're getting close to third, I think you find a plug-and-play starter there's, in there's, the third. Uh, there's a, an aspect to what you're saying that I completely agree with, because John Mechie's there, David Bell's there, T- Jalen Tolbert, Alec Pierce, Christian Watson, Justin Ross, Calvin Austin. I mean, you go down and down the list, there are wide receivers that are going to be there at 88. However... I think George Pickens belongs in that upper echelon of those receivers. Hell, we were talking He's about going up to guy. six in the first round to get a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but when we're talking right. about when, six, when all of a sudden you're like, cross. you want, oh, let's go get a guy, no, no, and then all of a sudden you're scared. Uh, no, 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 no. We were talking about Cross as an option, and then we were talking about London going ten spots in the first, and then even still, we're talking. What I'm talking about here is, I think that's a difference. I think you're talking. So about you're Drake saying London that Pickens, Pickens and all those guys are the same. You're thinking that Pickens and Tolbert and all Pickens, those, Tolbert, Watson. I think all they're the all same the same type of guy. I mean, different types of players, but. Same similar player in terms of what the they're going to give value. you. Value. Yeah, value from, the same value. It's a story from Bruce Feldman yesterday about George Pickens being a big red flag player. Do anything to scare you off? Was nah. it the red flag about the maturity? Not a guy that you got to handhold. A guy that didn't impress in meetings. This hasn't is, scared him before. Fair. Yeah. Totally fair. <laughs> That's a good point. So, what's the consensus here? You know, me personally, I, I love Pickens. But, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. He sees it. Okay, this is where the draft meetings work. Mm-hmm. I see Pickens higher than those other guys. So, to me, it's worth it to go up. But if these two don't think that's the case, I'm going to get beat on this. I'm kind of split in the middle because I'm with you. I love Pickens. 88 to go up, what was it, 10 spots? Roughly 10 spots, 12 spots? 12, yeah. How much is a, of an overpay really is that? Because – it, but Here's the, the other thing, though. I, I don't know. The it's more a fifth round. It, you got three of them. The more I'm them. talking about it, the more I think I side with Brian. Because if he if he's our guy, you come out of this draft with a starter at guard, and you come out of it with a starter at wide receiver that you can pair with with CD Lamb. Because Michael Gallup, who but knows he how argues, long he's he argues be out. the other guys are plug and play. It's and we such, have to respect it's that. Su- it's such a deep draft in, at receiver. It, it's such a deep draft. Period. Yeah. Like to me, you're going to sacrifice that third. Okay. Well, now you're sacrificing a chance at who? Sam Williams. You know, who's another red flag guy? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, like, look, let's see here, Edge. You're probably sacrificing the opportunity of Dominique Robinson, Cameron Thomas, Sam Williams, Alex Alex Wright. Like, I mean, those are guys that you can talk about here in the third round that aren't going to be there in the fourth. Sure. So what's the? I mean, Cleveland wants you to make up your mind. Let's sit. We'll sit it. Pickens stays with the Browns. Kyler Gordon, value pick at 45. Saints get Matt Corral all the way down at 49. Not a bad deal there. Tyler Smith goes 51. Perrion Winfrey, Winfrey, 53 to the Packers. Chad Muma to New England. Oh, Chad Muma to New England would be, yeah, that That's would be perfect quintessential New England. Nick Benito to the Cardinals. And now the Dallas Cowboys are back on the clock. Christian Harris is still there. 
Darian Kennard, Jamari Saylor. I can never say his name. Those are say eliminate those offensive linemen. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Who's I know. There. Thank, thank you. Leo so Chan- wait, did Pickens go? He yes, did. He did. Yeah, he's okay. gone. Uh, Leo Chanel is still there. Chanel, Jalen Tolbert still there. Christian Watson still there. Trey McBride. Is Mechie still there? Mechie is still there. Troy Anderson, Daniel Falele, Demarvin Leal. Those are the those are the big wigs. Uh, so two two receivers. I think. I mean, they're yeah. Mechie, if you want to draft Mechie at this point, he's still around. He's the highest player on my board. I don't know about you guys. Remaining. I, I mean, I, sure. There's questions about his his health. What's at edge? What is at edge? Um, I mean, all the guys you just listed off from from the previous round. Right. But in terms of like second round, is Boye Mafe still there? No, Boye oh. Mafe is long gone. Drake as Jackson. Drake Jackson is long gone. Enik Bari. Uh, he. I'm just throwing. It. I'm you not necessarily Epic saying Katie's I want to take Enik Bari, right? but Enik Bari is still there. The, to me, this uh, this is just for me. I don't know about y'all. To me, this comes down to Tolbert and Watson. That's for me. If that's the case, I would take Tolbert. But I also like Mechie more than I think. Tolbert. I think this receivers coach, Robert Prince, who's in here, I, I think he's going to value crisp route running, you know, flexibility, things like that. I think you get all that with Tolbert. Yeah. Brian, you're awfully quiet. Decent size. I got Watson higher. All right. Ooh. I mean, that's me. We're, so we're, I got, I mean, if, if I look at my stack, he's my 53rd best player. And nobody's going for Mechie here. I, I think I no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't want to rehab two two guys with knees. That's fine. I just don't I understand that. I mean, I mean, Tolbert and Watson are are really. I mean, like, Mitchie's like, I mean, sixty five. I'm like, I mean, I, I, Tolbert and Watson are are the you know same value to me. I, I've got them like right there. Is this a situation where the your tags take you away from the obvious player of need? Like, how do y'all feel about Chanel or Christian Harris or shoot for uh, Marcus? Hell, Jones, I would take. I would Petrie. Petrie for me would make a. I mean, I did he, he's already. He, on he, the went, board. I'm sorry. I was say, is I Petrie on the board. Let's talk yeah, about that. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. I was, the more rounds of this you do, it. the harder it gets <laughs> to get it all straight. No, no. I understand. I mean, that's Christian Harris is still on the board, right? Yep. It's at 49 for me. Yeah. Um, but if you if you know hint, uh, my my names would be Harris Watson. You know, those would be the two guys. We just got to figure out which one of these receivers you like better. And my vote would be for Christian Watson from uh, North Dakota State. So yours is Watson. You're close on both with Tolbert. I'm close Watson. on both. I like I like Watson's ability to stretch the field more. I like his speed. I think Tolbert's I also a like cleaner him as a route runner too. But but Watson also, if you watch Watson's progression at North Dakota State, he steadily improved at everything every year. And so yeah. like, there's a bit of a projection there that says like, hey, he might be able to. You know, reach a, a higher potential. You, I'm willing to give in for Christian Watson because it's close on my board. I'll too. go. I, we can go Watson. I, I've, Watson, the speed, the threat. Because I mean, CD is not a burner. Michael Gallup's not necessarily a burner. Go ahead and get me a guy who it can take CD Lamb and Tony Pollard off of the return game because you can put Christian Watson as a returner back there as well. I I like send it. him deep. Just just yeah. you know, hope those hands get better. I'm not going <laughs> to sway y'all one way or the other. But do is you give a name? We forget. No, no, not at all. But is there any thought to Maybe we can find a guy we like. I mean, Michael Gallup was pick eighty-one. Maybe there's there's value in the third round. Maybe you. Can I think find I think Mechie it's a, 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 lot, a, a lot of my top receivers in the third round. There are the guys that you know Brian was just referencing. Like they're not going to take like smaller slots. Like they're not going to take Calvin Austin. They're, I don't think they're going to take Kyle Phillips yeah. there. And so I mean that's. That's the problem is that I think a lot of those guys in that yeah. territory, we're talking about yeah. slot only No, those guys. are all good players, but I'd say that when when you start asking them questions about all these slots, they're like, eh, 
You're yeah, talking. Right. You're talking about taking a flyer on Justin Ross out of Clemson, or maybe an Alec Pierce Boy, at stiff. that point out yeah. of Cincinnati. Like it's those types of guys. It's not going to be the Wandell Robinsons or the Calvin Austins or the Khalil Shakir's. He, he guys didn't like that. He didn't run it, but I watched Justin Ross in training run a seven nine three cone. Oh, it's <laughs> like <laughs> offensive lineman time. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm like I said. It's y'all's decision to make, and y'all have opted. For Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. There we go. That would be a hell of a story just because the Cowboys, they did draft Ben DiNucci. That's all the way back in seventh the seventh. Round, they have not spent a pick this big on an FCS player in a long time. But lock it in. He is an immediate, or you hope at least, an immediate starter for this <laughs> Cowboys receiver core. Darian Kennard goes right off the, off the board right after that. Chanel and um, Christian Harris are right behind him. Bengals and Broncos wrap up the second round with Nick Cross and Damari Mathis. A couple of DBs will fly into the third round. I believe, forgive me if I'm losing track, I think our first tight end goes off the board. Trey McBride at 65. Mm -hmm. Jamari Sawyer at 67 New York. I like that pick a lot. Troy Anderson to Jacksonville. Channing Tendall to the Bears at 71. Brian's guy, Luke Fortner. John Schneider, your buddy, takes him up in there Seattle. John actually drafting better now doing that. <laughs> uh, Denver grabs your guy, Bobby Kingsley and Egbari at 75. Dylan Parham at 76. Is there? Are we starting to get nervous about anything right now? Again, like we're no, no we're, we're good. The, at this point, we're just like we're we're making picks. Yeah, that's kind of what happened last year. Yep. Is once you get into like the second, third round, you're like, all right, we got some picks. Let's just make them. I think after you make this pick at 88, then you get on the phone, you start trying to deal one of those two fourths that you have, or one of the four fifths that you have to try and get back up into the top like 125, maybe even top 100 if you really wanted to push. But up until 88, I don't know if you're really doing a whole lot. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Brian Asamoa goes to the Chargers, Greg Dolchich to the Giants. Carson Strong to Atlanta. That's Nevada interesting. quarterback. The Nevada yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Sean Ryan is the last pick before the Cowboys. It's Bobby's oh, guy right there. I like Sean Ryan a lot. I do too. Nobody else seems to. No, I'm right there with you, Bobby. I think he's where he was picked is yep. right where he needs to be. So these are the names that jump out to me that are available to you at 88 overall. Uh, John Mechie's still there. That seems kind of redundant Dang now. It. Luke Godeke, Abraham Lucas. Josh Paschal, the mm. Kentucky Edge. Defensive end. Alec Pierce. Sam Williams. Kate Otten, the Washington tight end that we know they like. They him. like him. Also Jelani Woods, the Virginia tight they end. They like him too. Those are that's that is the best of what is still hanging around. Um the argument for me would Zion be Zion McCullum is still there. Dominique who are the, Robinson. Who are the top edge, edge guys? Dominique Robinson, Sam Williams, uh Josh Paschal are all there. Uh those are those are the big Cameron Thomas. Sam Williams out of those guys. Uh, Cameron Thomas. You're good at asking me questions that I don't San have. San Diego State. Sorry, sorry. Cameron Thomas is available. Okay. I just, I just was curious if he's in the conversation. Do you here. have him over Sam Williams? They're they're right, right around here. Yeah, other. third I'm, round I'm right here. There with you. The way my names would be right there would be Sam Williams, Pascal, and Otten. Those are kind of the guys I'd have in that range. Would you be interested in, if we go edge here, would you be interested in looking at getting back into the end of the third for one of the tight ends? If Otten or Woods are sliding, you can do that now. Yeah, yeah. Because you have the extra fourth. 
I would be interested. You want to go ahead and hit this uh, defensive end? I'm good end? with Williams oh, here. Really See, quickly, because I, I think they would make the Williams pick, but I also think Abraham Lucas out of Washington State would be in this conversation. Man, so he's, no, he's a good player. I'm going to play, I'm gonna the play are, Devil's no, Advocate. I, yeah. I like that idea a lot. I, I stacked the way I stacked him. Lucas was at 73. Williams was at 75. Mm-hmm. Pascal was at 77. And Otten at 78. So, I mean, they're all right there. This is where I imagine Dan Quinn doing his best Rod Marinelli and just being like, hey, you got your offensive help. Yeah. You got it. And and we never thought Sam would fall this far, and here he is. Yeah. Give them to me. I agree with that, but then uh, that's the other thing about the tackle position. Are you do you really feel comfortable with Terrence Steele at right tackle? I think they do to a certain extent, but T- Tyron Smith isn't going to be around forever. Abraham Lucas isn't immediately ready to be a starter, but this is the perfect they sp- brought position in, where you could. They put brought in. in a vet uh, over the weekend. I can't. The guy's name no. escapes me. They visited with a veteran tackle over the weekend. Mm. Am I the only one that saw this? News? No, you, you're right about that. Uh, I just wonder. I don't if, know the name. I can't think of the name either. But I just wonder if. Um, Unless something Hold on one second. I'll tell you exactly who it is because I asked one of my uh, you, I, I asked one of my per, pro personnel, Sam Tevy. Thank you, oh. Sam Tevy. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Sam Tevy is a professional slugger, third tackle. Has experience at both right and left tackle. Has even played guard too. Wouldn't be as productive now. The more he plays, the more prone he is to getting hurt at this point in his career. That, that was like what one of my guys. and I, I don't want to pitch that as like a cure all. But what I was going to say is, I wonder if in their minds they're like. Unless we wind up with a Charles Cross or a sure. really badass tackle, maybe we just sign this guy in a week and we're and we'll worry just, about it later. We'll just keep kicking that tackle can down the road. Which <laughs> that's scary. At some point, at some point, they got to do something. But <laughs> doesn't sound doesn't fun. mean it has to be this weekend. I'm okay with Sam Williams being the pick. He's, yeah, no, he's Sam, the top Sam guy on my, on my board too. Lock it in, Sam Williams. I think if he's there for them at 88, I think they would be elated. I'm really happy with this draft so far. Let's just say that. So we fly through. I hate Bobby. All right, we're gonna. What did I do? I got you your guy, Sam Williams. I picked you up an extra fourth in the first round. Hey, can we use that fourth now to go get a tight end? I think that. Do we want to do He's that? He's mad I didn't let him go up great No, no, no. Well, let's let's round this scenario. I am out. mad about okay. that. Let's round this scenario out before we go to break. Just finish off the third round. So. We think maybe trying to get a tight end at the end of the third round is realistic. Yeah, because what's their next pick? One twenty nine. One twenty nine with the extra fourth that they you... like Ferguson, the the Wisconsin guy too. By the way, yeah. So if we're if we're not interested in adding that tight end, let's see if Ferguson's maybe there at one twenty nine. That's a guy they've kind of talked about. They yeah, do think... like Otten and Woods more though, right? Uh, yes, they yeah, do. I, I, I have a feeling they're about to be gone. So let's just say they they wait for the end of the third. I think you could again. So you have one twenty one and one twenty nine now. I think you could get up there for like one of those fourths and shoot. That might be enough. I was about to say, or maybe throw in a fifth because you got four of the damn. Things. So you have one twenty one and one twenty nine. Yeah. So that's fifty two, forty three. That's ninety five points. Who are we going up to? I, I mean, in Rams my, at one hundred four. In oh, my like mind, I'm thinking to. around one hundred four. Yeah, because okay. the Rams are always f them picks anyway. Somewhere between hundred and hundred and five. So Alec Pierce goes ninety one. Abraham Lucas goes to Baltimore. Good Baltimore. Dang it. Baltimore's my favorite. They are my favorite too. Cincinnati's actually my favorite. But Cameron Thomas goes to the Browns. Um. Yeah. Those are those are the big picks. So it's. Pick 104. We'll just use and Bobby's all example. our tight ends are there? All of your tight ends are there. Yeah, let's pull the trigger. Yep. Let's go up and get I'm it. I'm cool. You want to go up, Brian? Who are we using you? both fourths here? 
Or are we just using one fourth? Well, did, didn't you just do the math for me? I did. Kyle? I did the math with both fourths. Are we okay doing that? Because you're still getting your fourth pick either way, like you had originally going. One twenty-one is worth fifty-two, and one twenty-nine is worth forty-three. Pick yeah, so one ninety-five to go up for eighty-eight. It's a little bit of an overpay, but not a huge one. Eighty-six. We want the player we need to go. All right, who who do we want? Do we want? Are we going after Woods, Otten? What are we thinking here? I think you get Woods. I personally. would go. I might lean Otten. I, I'm looking at my board and I have Otten above Woods. Honestly. I like Jelani, Jelani Woods. The Woods a lot. is enticing. There's, there's I, I, my guy. It's Otten. It's been that way okay. since day one. Okay, let's well, do it. Kate Otten, pull the trigger. Kate Otten, come on down at pick 104. We're good at this. Brian getting all his guys, but still hates me because he didn't get Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still buy you lunch if we could. All right, By the so, way, brisket sandwiches today. Yes, the at brisket the, sandwiches at the yes. station today. <laughs> that brings the money rounds to a close, uh, and the Cowboys have added. Can we need another two hours through this show? No, we're gonna zip through day three anyway, because who the hell knows what's gonna happen? <laughs> that might be some chaos there. Kenyon Green uh, throwing things. Who is the Who is the damn second round pick? Christian Watson. Yeah. <laughs> See, exactly. You've already forgotten his name. Uh, Christian Watson, Sam Williams, and Cade Otten. I think if that we could add Pickens, but Bobby was trying yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, Bobby's if, a Bully. If those four come close, <laughs> sorry, to I don't happening. want any more red flag players, Brian. <laughs> you know me and the questionable character. <laughs> That's why guys. Brian loves Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. would have picked him. Yes, absolutely. Damn right, Baltimore. Better right. Pickens at Cincinnati one time was a damn good player. We're gonna take our second <laughs> break. That's a character yeah, problem. Yeah. Also had some issues. And try to zip through the rest of this seven round mock. We'll be right back. Tax season is officially over, but Liberty Tax has services to offer you all year round. Aside from tax preparation, they also help with tax debt resolution. If you didn't file your taxes this year or haven't filed in a few years, we've got the solution to your tax problems. Liberty Tax offers guaranteed tax debt resolution services. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, call the professionals at Liberty Tax or visit them at libertytax.com slash radio. That's libertytax.com slash radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. If you've been thinking about weight loss surgery, My Bariatric Solutions has made it easier for you to schedule your initial consultation from the safety, comfort, and convenience of your own home. You'll meet one-on-one with a bariatric surgeon over a private and secure video call. You'll learn everything you need to know about the options available and which procedure is best for you. If you've been considering weight loss surgery and are ready to take the first step, call My Bariatric Solutions today at 844-326-6266. That's 844-326-6266 or go to MyBariatricSolutions.com. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. 
Welcome back to the Draft Show presented by Miller Lite. We deserve a round of Miller Lights after adding all these badasses to the roster. Darn right. Uh, we're going to... We're gonna. I mean, we're gonna wrap this up as quickly as we can. I, we can't spend thirty minutes on each of the day three rounds. There's just no way. But we're gonna take you through this. So the Cowboys don't pick in the fourth anymore because they traded up for their tight end. Mm. I think we all feel comfortable with that. Sure. Yep. They pick for the first time on day three at one fifty-five. Uh, just looking in the fifth round, Michael Clemens, the A and M edge that I think they like. They do. He is they the do. first guy taken in the fifth. Oh, too bad. That's a pen throw. Justin Ross goes to the Giants. Giants making a lot of interesting picks in this draft. Donovan West, 150 to the Bears. Jalen Watson, the cornerback we just talked about the other day, goes to Atlanta. Uh, so with the Cowboys on the clock at 155, you do have some interesting options available. The irony is, and and I don't feel bad about what we did, but the irony is there are a few really good tight ends still available, mm. uh, whether that's... See, that's where I was thinking about, too. I mean, I love Otten, but I kind of know how they feel about... They, they love... Otten and then our Virginia guy, but then Ferguson, the Wisconsin tight end. Jake Ferguson play. is still there at yeah. 155. Where yeah. are my safeties? James Mitchell. Woods uh, is gone, right, though? Jelani, uh, Jelani Woods. Woods is yeah. long gone, okay. yes. I'm, I, um, Percy Butler out of Louisiana. No, okay. No, like. No, Verone McKinley. No, Verone McKinley went. Um, Yusuf Corker is still there at safety. Um, what a name. You got some offensive linemen, Logan Bruss and where, Max where, Mitchell. Who's on the interior defensive line? Um, I don't want to butcher his name, but the Iowa State guy. Oh, okay. U- Uwazurike? Uwa, I did I all, by the way, I did up. all the phonetic spellings for you last night. Yep. Hey. I got to send those oh, to you. Oh, you're the man. How about um, if I send those Uwazurike. to you? Thank you. Otito yep. Ogbonia out of UCLA still hanging around. That's um, not a bad Tyreek Smith out of Ohio State is still there. In terms of like cowboy targets, I think it's. Can I hear linebackers? Guess. You can hear linebackers. Mike Rose. Micah McFadden. Ooh, that means Mike yeah. Rose just went. Um, both of our guys that we talked about, DeMarco Jackson and Brian Smith, are still there. Wouldn't be against DeMarco Jackson in this spot. This is the fifth, right? This is the fifth yeah, round. I wouldn't be mad here. Aaron Hansford, close decent, friend of uh, Babe Loffenberg, is there. Decent oh, cool. number of running backs. Uh, pretty much all of the ones you would expect. Zamir White from Georgia. Uh, my guy, actually, I believe Rashad White is still available. Who's just who's the top? It. Who are like the top names on the all section? Um, like who are the top like three or four names? Brian Robinson Jr. Running back. Uh, Alabama boy is a tough guy. James yeah, Mitchell, Jake Ferguson. Like I, like the tight ends are probably the best two players available. Mitchell, See, Ferguson. okay, let's, let's just real quick circle back on that. We made the move where we moved on from those fourth round guys. Mm-hmm. Should we? Should we have thought? I mean, oh. I think we thought of that, but. Going into the draft, is this really is this a realistic thing? Like, if you start talking about going to get Cade and guys like that, do you say, "Well, hell, we like Ferguson just as much"? Yeah. Maybe all these tight ends will still be there. I think it depends on how you feel about Dalton Schultz. Do you feel like you're did, going didn't to we go cover get our bases though? A Dalton Schultz, you did. Like, like what we needed covered, we got covered in the first two days, right? Yeah. And so anything else is going to be kind of icing, and or, that's, or you're looking for depth. I'm not drafting day. I'm not really fourth round. I think you still want guys to have a role as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Starting in the fifth, I'm just like, yeah, bring Give him me, on and yeah. see what he can I, do. I, I don't. I don't mind going top player on the board. I don't mind going Brian Robinson. 
Um, to be honest. Also, I, I want to throw this out there. I forgot this caveat. I'm using a simulator from my dear friends at the Draft Network. They don't include kickers. So Cade York and Cameron Dicker and all those guys are not part of this. But kickers are people, too. I know. PFN. Come on, the Draft Network. Figure it out. Um, if y'all want to draft a kicker, just tell me, and I will wave my Gandalf staff and make it happen. What do you want, Brian? Other than George Pickens. See, I don't think they'll take a kicker. That's, this, I hate the, the, that. At all? It's the no, most bummed I don't. out I've wow. ever I don't. by something you've I think said. This is, I think this is Bones Fossil. Just, you know, he's going to prove he's the smartest guy in the room, no. and I don't need to draft a kicker. I'll go find a guy, that kind of thing. Where do you have Brian Robinson? I got him in the fourth round. So he's sitting here in the fifth. You think they double up on a receiver? They might. But uh, can't, we, can't we look at Valus? Sure. A little bit later. Valus Jones is still that. I, I said that because uh, the guy that y'all out of Tennessee, by the way, the guy y'all all really liked that of Texas Tech, Eric Izukama, is is Gone. still no, he's, oh, still, he's here. still here. He's still here. Like there, there are good players still available. They're just not at the positions. I wasn't crazy want. about Izukama, but I'd take him in the fifth probably. But I, I, I don't know. Is Brian Robinson is he a blinking light for you, Brian? I, I mean, I, I when you watch him play, man. I mean, it's. It, it is a physical. It's a. He's a complete back. Yep. I mean, you watch him. I mean, he is. He is tough. He blocks. He runs the ball well. He runs through tackles. You can throw him the ball. I mean, he he was super super impressive. Him and the Florida I'm, guy were two of my. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go Brian Robinson here. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm. You know what? The more you think Damian about Damian Pierce is who I was talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes. I have their tags touching back and forth. That's RB seven, RB eight yeah. for me. But Robinson's above him. And if you're looking at the running back situation, who knows about Zeke's future? Who knows about Tony Pollard's future? This is a developmental back. Damian yeah, let's make Pierce, the pick. Is, he's gone. By the way, Just big okay. program so, guy. Either way, give me Brian Robinson Jr. We we all good with that? Brian's a little hesitant. I think. I don't know, man. I mean. We also pick again in like 20 picks, or not even. So, this is we're talking the fifth, right? You've got. 12 picks. You think we're. Yeah, that that is the fun thing about this, is you don't have to wait long to make. Do you think we need to give Dan Quinn a pick here? Well, I'm thinking like I, I, I really, I really like JT Woods too, the safety from Ooh, Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, also, six yeah. two one ninety five. You know, which he's uh, he's not in their database, by the way, Dave. Oh, is that right? Yep. Well, that's well, a shame. He's definitely available. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying if you're, I mean, because I got Woods over Robinson, and I was just thinking about by how much, like no tags, like literally one forty four, one forty five. Wow. And so that's out of 190 when players. When do we pick that, next after this? 167? 12 picks later. Do you, uh, you, you want to you ride it and see if we can get, if we can see who's available there? Well, we know Woods will be available because, again, he's not in the database. <laughs> <laughs> we could cheat. Leave it, leave it to Bobby to break my simulation. <laughs> I think that, I, you know, I, I have it's no, like pro- the one I have no problem with Robinson. Day, I, I mean, I, his, seriously, his tape. And you know what? There's not a lot of wear and tear on this guy. Nope. He was that's a the, one-year starter at not, Alabama. Like, when you think of Bama running backs, this ain't that no, like yeah. just in the sense that he hasn't yeah, been he waited the he waited his time i mean he i mean he he's super productive catching the ball the blitz pickup stuff you can watch him in the a and m game he blitz pickups and then it's like okay there's a scramble and then like he goes out in the flat catches the ball and gets like a first down yep after he keeps his quarterback from getting hit i i, I like brian robinson all right that's yeah. the pick 155 yeah. brian robinson the tight ends go fast mitchell and ferguson both go quickly uh, Izukama goes to the Chargers. Um, some offensive tackles, Max Mitchell and Braxton Jones. Philly drafts Jack Cohn. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> Ooh, that <laughs> no, was rough. No offense to him. Mm. Uh, Otito Ogbonia goes to Vegas. My, oh, Philly drafts my guy, Ty Davis-Price. Mm. Nobody talks enough about him. Good running back. Alabama. I mean, it should be the Florida game, right? Yeah, set the LSU record. Yeah. Cowboys are back on the clock at 167. You know, I really like that JT Woods guy. Yeah, Baylor. Let's, let's go JT Woods. My life you want to go JT Woods here, Brian? I, you know what? I, I have him in that spot unless you guys got somebody else. JT Woods, let's go. I mean, oh, that guy's right. a turnover machine. I mean, no, let's machine. go. Yeah, yeah. Let's Ty- do it. Tyreek Smith is still there. Kalen Barnes is still there. We're going JT Woods. You wanted us to go fast. Okay, Dave. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> JT Woods out of Baylor is your pick at 167. Come on, get it together, Hellman. Dare Rosenthal goes. Tyreek Smith does finally go. Pierre Strong Jr., who a lot of people really love, goes to Green Bay, which I like. Um, Andrew Stuber to the Bengals. Yusuf Corker to the Rams. Cowboys are back on the clock. Is DeMarco Jackson still there? Can I stand on the table for him now? DeMarco Jackson is still available. I would have yeah, no man. problem with that. 6'1", 233 pound I mean, okay, I know I said hurry up, but I just want to – I'm trying to be thorough. <laughs> That's fine. That's but, fine. I mean, I think everybody's at a great like, – like there's a point where these things – I mean, if you want to go do an overview of them, well, fine, but I think everybody feels good about go it. Go ahead and run through the picks because we pick again in two selections. So. Uh, Martin Emerson, the Mississippi State corner, still there. Okay. I like him. He's a 6'2", 201. Dane Belton, bad. who y'all really liked from is Iowa. It? But we took another safety already sure. with yeah. Taylor, yeah. Um, My corner's there, who Brian now hates, the USC guy. Valus Jones Jr. <laughs> is there. <laughs> Talking uh, about Isaac Taylor him. Stewart? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Chris Paul, the Tulsa, Tulsa guard, is there. Cade Mays is still kicking around. Maybe in the second. Cade Mays and Paul can play tackle. Uh, okay. Uh, did I already say Valus Jones Jr.? Yes. He's still there. Oh, all right. Valus Valus Jones is somebody that we pick again. When two picks? Two, one, picks. two picks at one seventy-eight, and then again at one ninety-three. So you've got three in the next. You want to go? So we you want to go Jackson here, Demarco? I'd love to. Yeah, yeah I think Demarco Jackson. They're gonna to. they're gonna add a linebacker somewhere. There's so. another small school guy too. That's what they do? I don't. App, App State isn't small school. To they beat me. No, they beat. Yeah, they beat teams. That's the thing. <laughs> they about beat Michigan regularly. They make bowls in the FBS all the time. Y'all. Y'all tried so hard to draft Ronald Blair on this show, so you, you can go get DeMarco Jackson. I feel, I feel like he turned out to be like he did no, but I mean he was he was Appalachian. I'm just saying yeah, you, yeah, you tried to yeah, dra- draft an Appalachian State guy for two yeah. months. Demarco Jackson is the pick at 176. The Lions take Dane Belton out from under you. Well, this I mean is, we already drafted the safety, so we don't really care that much. This is where that Martin Emerson out of Mississippi State comes in. The 178 play. Emerson is still there, uh, as is Valus Jones. I my, like him. My too. guy Richard White just tumbled to the end of the fifth. That's devastating. Um, but not surprising. Do y'all I, want more names? Chris Paul is again still there. Cade Mays, Alec Lindstrom, the Boston College. Yeah, Center. I think you're okay there. I like I like Valus Jones. I have Emerson much. I don't higher. mind a double dip guy, somebody who can do stuff for bones on special teams too. Mm-hmm. So we're and we again, talked about that with Watson though, right? Yeah, he's going to be. Valus, I think, is a much Valus better return. Valus is a, is you're stealing somebody. Right Valus, Valus has all pro potential. I think yeah. as a return guy. I think so. Again, too. I just want to highlight for the listeners that y'all are saying f them kickers, f them, just no kickers. Well, I just well, okay, we're also I, saying I, I, what I we say, think they'll do. I know, also, I know, I know. yeah. I mean, I mean, let me let me bust your chops, Kyle. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I appreciate my chops being busted. I just I just feel like they both. that out, man. <laughs> Bones is, you know, Bones is he's he's smarter than everybody in the room guy. Yeah. You know? What, what would seem logical would be, oh, well let's go get a, one of these legitimate kickers. 
You know, I just I, I mean, I would draft a kicker in the fifth. I've been saying it well, all year. Well, but pick it. Pick no, it. No, 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 no. Because what I was going to say is if they don't and I think you make a good point that I think the special teams coach thinks the way that you think he, he does. does. Um, so we're using a special teams pick in the fifth round on Vellis Jones Jr. and not on a kicker. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to railroad anybody, but Vellis Jones is where I would like here. Yeah, you have him higher than Emerson because I thought you said you liked Emerson. Emerson, yeah, Emerson. It's me. Fine. I, I like it. I, I have Emerson. Emerson. I mean, consider the Kelvin Joseph situation. Yeah. I mean, depth at corner it's not hurts. a one for one, but yeah, depth doesn't hurt. I think you could get Jones at one ninety three. I am. I bet do you I want falls. Jones at 193? I was thinking 193. I had in the back of my head that might be my dart to throw at Kyron Johnson. Oh, okay. That's kind of interesting because I don't think he's going undrafted. No. And that's your last pick, isn't yep. it? Ah, uh, yes, it is. So I mean, that's er- just it. that's kind of what I had in the back of my head. I was thinking you could go Jones Johnson, but I mean, if you want to go Emerson Johnson, that's fine too. You've got your receiver. You've got Christian Watson. I know, but I'm in love with like. Gallup and said in the same draft worked out so beautifully, and I it would did. love. You just to do love that again. receivers in yes. drafts every time. I do. I, it's, it's fine. It's fair to point out that they still have Simi Fajoko. They don't need a receiver. Not not anymore. Not having added one. Brian, would 56. you rather go Emerson or Jones? I'm looking at my board right now. I know we don't have a lot of time. That's okay. We're already over. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I think I would go. I think I'm going to go. Darn it, I'm trying to kind of get where those tags are. I'm getting down to it. I'm sorry. I think I would go Jones. Mm. I love it. Okay. I mean, Jones. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I, I said I wasn't going to sway it, but I'm happy with kinda that. Kind of sounds like you swayed I'm it. I'm happy with that decision-making <laughs> process. And you know what? If I did, so the hell what? <laughs> you uh, are draft Gandalf. Rashad White finally goes off the board. I don't get why I love him so much more than everybody else. Uh, we go to the sixth round. Zachary Carter, Jerome Ford, God, I, Tyler I really Beatty went, goes I, to Buffalo. Tyquan Thornton goes to San Francisco. I really went with the room on that one because I have Emerson at 164 and Jones at 167. Emerson does finally at least go. close. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have not I left it up to you. Anymore. I know, I know. I went with the room. <sighs> so Stupid when, me. When you pick at 193... <laughs> Uh, who did you say you were? Oh, Kyron. I just was interested in Kyron Johnson potentially here. But, I mean, who, who, no. who's there? Kyron Johnson's still there. Uh, Emerson is gone. Dang it. Chris Paul. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Chris Paul is gone. Cade Mays is still there. Alec Lindstrom is still there. Charleston Alec Lindstrom's still there? Yeah. Uh, Charleston Rambo still there. Former uh, Oklahoma roommate with CeeDee Lamb. They were roomed together. Did I already say Smoke Monday? Best name in the draft. We got to pick him for the name. No, he went to Auburn. I'm not doing that. We're gonna smell some or sell some jerseys. Haskell Garrett. Is Thomas Booker there? Uh, you know what? At this point, oh no, I was about to say at this point, I have no idea, but he is. He is still there. Thomas Booker out of Stanford sitting there. Defensive tackle, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Might be able to play some four eye. Connor Hayward, the Michigan State tight end. Our buddy Grant Calcaterra from SMU. You know what? Around. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You don't know Bobby's he... Bobby's guy, Isaac Taylor Stewart, the USC. No, I know. I knew he was going to be there because no one else likes him. Do we take a stab at a quarterback at some point for a backup? I'll tell you what. You know, it's not a terrible idea about Bobby's USC guy because that guy does have length. You're looking at for traits right now, mm-hmm. traits that can run. So 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to that. If four that, four two six yeah, foot I one plus. I wouldn't be opposed to that right now at all. Okay. To be uh, honest, that what would you just to what, what the hell am I calling him? Karate Jazz? Oh yeah, the Karate Jazz guy. Oh, I'm, I'm I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> just to answer your question, Kyle. I mean, really at this point, and I'll I'll just I'm stealing it right out of Dane's draft guide. All of the QBs with draftable grades have gone by this point. Cole, Cole Kelly out of southeastern Louisiana and Brock Purdy are still there. You remember uh, maybe uh, if Kel- you don't want to fight Kellen for him Moore, in free agency. Yeah, Kellen Moore went, went to the to Iowa Ames. State workout. He did. He did. Just, so Purdy, you might want to keep an eye on that one. With Will Greer and Cooper Rush here, it doesn't yeah. feel very important to me. Yeah. Sure. Although they are both in contract years. There were a couple guys there Will though at, at Iowa State too, though, because Kohler's there and yeah, so is Brees Hall. I, I was yeah. going to say I bet that was just about as much about Kohler as got a couple. Of I have no problem with uh, with Taylor Stewart. I really don't. Long, I'm cool with it. Big long cornerback. Yeah, I mean, I've got him as my out of 190. I've got him as 177 on my board, so okay. I'm okay with that in the yep. six. Lock it in. That is your final pick of this mock. I feel pretty good about it, guys. I thought. It, what's the overview? You got the overview real quick? I've got it if you want it. I actually do because I got so wrapped up in reading stuff yep. off that I didn't write it down. So at 24, we traded back with Kansas City. We acquired 121 and an extra sixth, which we didn't pick, by the way. So we might actually have another pick, but we just don't know about it. Um, yeah, it wasn't numbered. I mean, if you want to yeah. throw another name Kyron in there, Johnson. Right, <laughs> there, you go. there we go. Yeah, Kyron Johnson. No, no, give them their kicker because the fans will want their kicker. Brandon give Smith kicker, from Brian. Penn State is still there if yeah. we want to throw him in the mix. Which kicker do you like better, Dicker or York? Oh, we're drafting Cade York. York, York. Okay, sounds York. good to me. Let's cool. get Gosh, Cade York. There's our guy. In the rain, it, we we know what swamp. Bones will do, but this is we're doing that for the the fans of the draft. So give just because York. they won't draft a kicker doesn't mean we can't. This draft is our war room. Cade York. Boom, got it. Throw him in there. Thanks, Kansas City. We went from twenty. Four down to 29, we picked Kenyon Green, first-round pick from out of Texas A&M. In the second at 56, we decided to go Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. Third round, at pick number 88, Sam Williams, edge rusher from Ole Miss. No pick in the fourth round because we traded back up into the third round. Pick number 104, trading with the Rams. We drafted tight end Cade Otten out of Washington. Then you go further down to the fifth round after giving up both of our fourth-round picks, one of which we acquired from Kansas City. At 155, we picked Brian Robinson Jr., the running back from Alabama. Pick 167 in the fifth. JT Woods, safety out of Baylor. 176, DeMarco Jackson, linebacker out of Appalachian State. 178, Vellis Jones Jr., wide receiver and special teams extraordinaire out of Tennessee. And then in the sixth round, we took 193, Isaac Taylor Stewart, corner out of USC for his traits, and Cade York, undisclosed pick in the sixth round. Kicker from LSU. A pick that will not be numbered. But yeah, we, we really don't know what Because we made this whole thing up. But yep. we did not pick George Pickens. No, we did not. So Brian's unhappy. No, no, what you know the more the, <laughs> if this is the class. No, listen to those names. Listen to those names. Class. I will say this real quick. I know we got to get going, but the fact that you guys talked me into the trade back and you still got the guard, but then it allowed us to get the picks with the fourth round picks to get the tight end. I'm totally on board with what, what we've done there. I love that idea. I, and like yeah, it, yeah. Can, it can get kind of ambitious. Like yeah. People are like, oh, well, I did this, yeah. and I fell back, and I jumped forward. But like those are both pretty manageable trades. Like, yeah. We're not no, talking we, about you didn't, you didn't make big. You didn't jumps. make big swings at those. No. That was all. I mean, we did talk about we didn't have to six give up is anything. unrealistic. To try and get above, you know, to go get Drake London, I think, is a is a kind of a, a dream. Yep. But it's there. 
The other ones, I think, were very manageable trades with the players that we went for. You know, guys that that we know that they like. We were conservative where we needed to be, and we were aggressive where we needed no to be. No Madden trades. Yeah, we it was only, pretty realistic. We, we only went 11 minutes over, and we got through all seven rounds. More than anything, I'm proud of that. Uh, <laughs> certainly, none of this is going to come close to coming true now that we've laid it out so beautifully. But hopefully you have... A feeling of what to expect in in all of the important rounds, anyway, of this weekend's 2022 NFL Draft. The next time you hear us in your ears, we will be doing it for real. Uh, Let's go Thursday night, guys. We're gonna what? We're simulcasting 105.3 The Fan, right? DallasCowboys.com. The four of us will be joined by Sean Sharif, Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, as Dallas well. Cowboys On Radio Network. One. Yeah. We, we're going to have you covered from wall to wall, every single pick, starting on Thursday night. We'll find a way to get rid of Bobby so we don't have these discussions. <laughs> so we can draft George Pickens. <laughs> we can't wait. Uh, we will see you all then. Thanks so much for listening. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!